0: We're moving on, and we're looking at Inkulu Free Hate. It is a youth-led social movement that unites politics and civil society. We are engaging this non-partisan organization that strives to improve social cohesion by not only providing the space for youth to voice their opinions, but by also partnering with fellow non partisan, youth-driven organizations across the country, and we're talking about looking at politics and civil society and uniting them in the same space. Cizre Mbofu-Waltz, sh- co-founder of Inkulu Free Hate, joins us from our Cape Town studio. Good evening to you, Cizre, and thank you so much for joining us. Sir. Welcome
1: onto the talk shop. Good evening, Mashaabha. Lovely to be
0: with you. Wonderful to have you with us, sir. Tell us about the name, first of all, Inkulu Freehaid. What is the thinking behind the formulation of this name?
1: You know, I think a lot of young people want something innovative and something a little bit different from the kind of politics that we've, you know, been subject to for the last 20 years, having grown up, you know, in the heat of the 94, um, some would call it miracle, and... We felt if, if we had a Tosa name or if we had a Zulu name, we'd alienate, you know, a whole group of people. And if we just had an English name, we'd do the same. So we thought, how can we innovate right from the bat and, and have a name that includes as many people as possible? And we thought, inkulu is is a powerful word. Mm. Free hate is, is a powerful word. And freedom. What if we put them all together and we made inkulu free hate? And that would kind of be a new generation's voicing of... It's antithesis to apartheid, inkulu free hate.
0: Now, this is a youth-led social movement. What are the areas that you focus on?
1: It's all centered around trying to be new and trying to be innovative, but still addressing the age-old problems that affect South Africa. And and we really believe that these are, are largely threefold. We think, firstly, it's about deepening democracy, ensuring that, you know, Young people participate, not just are passive, but are active in our democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, we also think that it's about the social cohesion project, a project that has often been forgotten you know, after 1994, and, and we're still a country that has significant social wounds, and I think we all feel that, but it's kind of been swept under the carpet. We want to bring that back out. We want that reconciliation problem uh, to be brought to the forefront again. And then finally... You know, in order to get there, there are several economic challenges that particularly young people face. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we also want to put forward innovative solutions to those economic challenges from young people themselves, not just from six-year-old policymakers, but young people saying, hey, what if we did this? What if we did that? And it's amazing when you harness the ingenuity of young South Africans, you know, what I think we're able to come up with.
0: You talk about the deepening of democracy as being one of uh, the central pillars behind Ngulu Free Aid's focus. And one has to say, are oh, young people... Interested in, in, in active citizenry, um, we read and hear about how they've lost faith in uh, the politics of uh, their fathers, how they've lost faith in what they see playing out in front of them, and truly believe that um, you know things cannot be turned around because it is still very much these adults that are in power and making the decisions. Are young people feeling empowered enough to bring about the change that that, that they talk about and that they say they want to see?
1: You know, what I would say to that is that young people, I think, are tremendously interested in where the country is going, but often the country isn't at the same pace or or speaking to young people in the way that they want to be spoken to. And so, often our rhetoric and our political debates are stale, and quite frankly, young people have so much going on in their lives that they're kind of tired of the old rhetoric. But I think when you start speaking to young people in their language, you know... um, if a young person was to say, hear a hip-hop track, you know, that spoke about democracy, I think they'd listen, I think they'd like it. And so I think our politics needs to move away from trying to bring young people into what we think is a kind of dinosauric way of doing things and more bringing young people into the fold and treating them as equals. Um And I think if we did that, then young people would really start to come on board. But I think the second thing I would say um is that there's a difference in South Africa, I, I feel, and I think in Kulu feels, between being active and reactive. I think mm-hmm. we're very much a reactive citizenry in South Africa. You know, something happens and we all throw our hands up and some issue comes up and we all we all protest and all march. But very seldom do we take a step back and say, how do I be proactive? And how do I become a proactive citizen as opposed to a reactive citizen? And in Kulu Free Hate, is about people saying, wait, let's not wait for the politicians to mess up. Why don't we actually try to be active in the first place and do th- something that's po- positive? And that's part of what our voting campaign is all about.
0: And I love, I love the name Nkulu Freehead and how you've explained it in terms of being inclusive and taking into account the diverse nature of South Africans. But can we really say, no, we're looking at young people as one homogenous group and we're not going to look at color? race is not going to be a major issue with regards to the issues we're addressing around uh, uh, economic challenges, around Mm -hmm. democracy, even just social cohesion.
1: Absolutely not. I'd agree with with what I think the tone of that question suggests, which is that, you know, focusing on young people doesn't mean we, we don't focus on the fact that young people might be black or young people might be white, young people might be poor or young people might be rich. And in Kulu Freehead certainly doesn't shy away from these issues you know we we believe that race is an important factor in south african society and and will be for the foreseeable future and we also believe that the economic challenges which young pe- people face are variable across uh various groups within mm. young people mm-hmm. but we do feel that there's something that unites young people in south africa and it's not only that they're young but it's also that you know we were sold the promise of democracy in south africa remember we grew up and and the first president we had was was President Mandela. And so we were the first generation who were born into that promise. The born free. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And we believe, as Gulu Freehead, that because that was such a formative part of growing up as a young South African at that time, uh-huh. we all share the hope that we can recreate and, and push through that vision. And I think that's one thing that unites us. The other thing that unites us, quite sadly, is that we bear the brunt, uh, the, over, the overarching brunt of our economic problems. You speak about unemployment and you look at youth unemployment and you see that it's tremendously skewed towards young people. You speak about the education crisis that South Africa faces and that's almost an exclusively young person problem. So it's not just that we share that hope, but it's also that we share the problems disproportionately and I think that's what really should should galvanize young people to acting together
0: we're talking to co-founder of inkulu free hate Sizwe Mpofu Walsh it is a youth led social movement that unites politics and civil society and their objectives are to unite south africans behind efforts that deepen democracy enhance social cohesion and find solutions to pressing economic challenges of our time to join our discussion with uh, sizwe mpofu walsh call us on 0891 104207 that's 0891 uh, 104207 or SM- SMS us on 34701, SMS number is 34701, and SMSs are charged at two rand. On the issue of bringing young people together to face the common challenges that they face, unemployment is uh, one of them. How is Inkulu Free Hate? Uh, going to be looking at this particular issue, especially when one takes into account that uh, around issues of affirmative action, one hears youth, white youth organizations saying, no, but affirmative action uh, you know, should end because it disempowers us who had no say or had no power or benefited nothing from apartheid and you hear young black South Africans saying, I'm still feeling that discrimination, I'm still feeling that apartheid even to this particular day. So how do we build social cohesion In light of these very very different views And very different experiences
1: Absolutely And you know I I think One way of trying to approach this And I think that's perhaps been One political approach in South Africa Is to bury our heads in the sand And say you know what There's there's no colour in South Africa And you know let's just build this unified nation uh, And move forward The other way is perhaps to uh, To try and redress inequality On the basis that it was created And I think as in Kulu Free Hate, we certainly share the perspective that if we don't address inequality on the basis that it was created, i.e. if we aren't cognizant of race, um, if we aren't cognizant of the fact that people aren't in townships today because they're poor, they're in townships today because they're black, uh, and that people aren't in rural areas in Makaya because they're poor, but they're in rural areas in Makaya because they're black, then if we if we're cognizant of that reality, we're able to redress on the basis of that reality. And that doesn't mean that labeling someone as black should be a bad thing. Uh, in fact, one should be proud uh, to be black if one can invert that identity. And I think that's the philosophical basis from which Inkulu Freehead believes every political party should start. In terms of more practical actual policies, the way that we'd like to address it is firstly to use young people's ideas as opposed to simply hoping on politicians to change. Mm-hmm. And so what we're in the process of doing is creating a network of young policy, economic policy thinkers, young people who've graduated from our top universities, putting together proposals on youth employment. For example, uh, late last year we put together a perspective on uh, whether, you know, the, uh, the incentive mm-hmm. for for young graduates coming out of a university in the workplace would be something worth looking at in, in the South African youth unemployment space. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently also co-hosted what was called the National Youth Engagement where we brought the National Planning Commission to hear about young people's ideas on the questions of youth unemployment raised in the National Development Plan. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the the practical steps that we're taking. But I think our key project right now, and and I think you you don't want to try and focus on a billion things Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. at the same time. What Mm -hmm. we want to do right now is get young people focusing on the election. And I think the most important thing young people can do as regards youth unemployment right now is make sure that no matter what political party they support, they're making sure that the political party of their choice is putting youth unemployment at the forefront of their election manifestos. And this is a key opportunity for young people right now. If we can all pressurize all political parties, no matter who they are, to prioritize youth unemployment, then we can be sure that it's going to be taken seriously at a parliamentary level when the election's over
0: but since how then do you respond to the um, concern that's come up over and over again that as South Africans and here I'm talking adults we are looking at not only we're, we're not really focusing on the manifestos of the political parties we're looking mm. at uh, you know um, uh, uh, race relations we're looking at uh, issues of, of, of uh, liberation movement and, 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 and the sentimental and emotional associations yeah. that we make with, with, with those political parties so so how then can we expect young people to actually interrogate exactly what parties stand for and what their positions are on the different socioeconomic issues?
1: You know, we, we couldn't agree with you more, and that's, that's exactly why we've created this campaign called Our Vote, Our Voice. What mm-hmm. we realized was that when you actually ask people, look, what do you think about this party's policy, They weren't really sure where they stood, but they knew how they felt about a political Mm -hmm. party. Mm -hmm. And sure, that's important sometimes. You know, um, people, the way they feel about parties and leaders is important. But we wanted to create a platform where young people could go just quickly browse in, in their own language, not in, you know, difficult, highfalutin language. And just see what the policies of parties are. And we've created that website now, so people can actually go up and see it as we speak. It's called, it's it's at inkulufreehead.org forward slash OVOV forward slash. And you can see for the first time, this is the first time it's been done in South Africa, every party's policies on crime, on youth unemployment, on land reform. And you can actually judge on a policy basis. And we hope that if we can give that to young people, they'll be able to make a more informed choice and take more of a stake in the process going forward.
0: And tell us about uh, the soapboxes. Inkulu Free Hate yeah. regularly hosts the soap boxes. What exactly are they, and, and what form do they take?
1: Again, this is an attempt to make politics, and when I say politics, I don't just mean you know, people getting up and making speeches in Parliament. Mm-hmm. I just mean the issues that affect all of us. Mm-hmm. Trying to make it a bit more cool and trying to innovate it, because we were so tired of it being done the same way. Mm-hmm. And what we found, especially during elections, is, sure, we have all these debates going on, and they're going to be politicians speaking to young people left, right, and center. But what we wanted to do was say, hold on, politicians, city councillors, we want young people to speak to you instead of you speaking to them during this election. So what the soapbox does is young people in different communities will literally build a soapbox, like a soapbox made out of stuff from their community. Mm -hmm. They'll put it on the ground somewhere in their communities and just get up on the soapbox and start speaking about the issues that matter to them. And we invite local councillors to come and hear them. And what happens is a crowd starts building around them, music starts playing, people start dancing, people start doing poems. But all, all the while, people are starting to engage with the issues that matter to them and power is starting to listen to young people. And that's the soapbox idea. And what we've said to people who've joined in Kulu Free or who want to join in Kulu Free is, if you want to get involved, do a soapbox in your community and, and, and let's try and innovate the political space in that way.
0: We're talking to co-founder of Inkulu Free Hate, a youth-led social movement that unites you know, politics and civil society, sees m- Welsh. and we're talking about the innovative ways that they are getting young people to engage with the politics of the day, with the social challenges of the day, the economic challenges of the day, and of course, trying to enhance social cohesion as well. We're taking your calls, 0891 104 0891 104 or just sms us and join our discussion via via SMS on 34701, SMS number is 34701, and SMSs are charged at two rand. I'm going to continue uh, this uh, conversation with Sizwe Mbofu-Walsh, right after the news with Greg Hems.
2: SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. SATU President is suspended and President Zuma signs key courts bill into law. Good evening. Infighting in Kasatu's claim, the first high-profile victim, after the president of teachers' union, Satu, Tobilentola, was suspended. The union today held a national executive committee meeting in Johannesburg, where Kasatu General Secretary Zuelenzima Vavi's sex scandal was discussed. Two weeks ago, Satu distanced itself from having come out in support of Vavi after he apologized to union delegates in East London. It was his first public appearance following revelations of an extramarital affair – Ntola says he was charged with allowing Vavi to speak without the endorsement of national office bearers. He says ANC Chief Whoop Stone Sizani shared the stage with Vavi. The
1: question, of course, would be why Vavi, why not Stone, an issue. And as far as I'm concerned, nothing I've done. I take this as a witch hunt. I'm not surprised, of course, because I've seen this coming, given the fights and all other things which people are doing against people whom they are not
3: agreeing with some of the issues politically.
2: President Jacob Zuma signed the Superior Courts Bill into Law as part of efforts to enhance equal access to justice. The legislation now provides a framework for the rationalization of high courts and their jurisdictional areas. Presidential Spokesperson Mack Maharaj.
3: Through the Act's implementation, current 13 High Courts, which included High Courts inherited from the former self-governing apartheid homelands of Transcai, Bophuthatswana, Ciskei, and Venda, will be rationalised into a single High Court with fully functional divisions of the High Court established in each province. Larger divisions will, in turn, will have one or more local seats as may be necessary to bring justice closer to where the people live.
2: The DA's trip suspended DA councillor in the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro, Stanford Slubbett, of his party membership, after a disciplinary hearing found him guilty of circulating an offensive and racist email criticising President Zuma. In the email, he said Zuma had more wives than brain cells. Eastern Cape DA leader, Athol Trollope.
3: There were charges brought against councillor Slobett, who has been found guilty of three of the four charges. They are constitutional breaches due to him circulating a racist or offensive email. The sanction has been that he's been found guilty on those charges of constitutional contravention. The finding of the committee has been that membership is terminated, which means that he is no longer a member of the Democratic Alliance. He has one more avenue to follow, which is an appeal to the Federal Legal Commission.
2: The Western Cape Police Commissioner, Anna Lamour, says the high number of service delivery demonstrations in the province are having a negative impact on policing. He says in the last financial year, the province had the highest number of protests countrywide. The commissioner says police are struggling to cope because of an increase in violence. At one stage, Peter, we had 16 vehicles on the N2. And that 16 was between us and the Metro Police and the Traffic Police, just on the N2 in a small space that we need to go and deal with that. But those 16 vehicles, let's say with two members in, can go into the township into the city areas and say go and do policing. But they can't. I think the city of Town said the members can't do traffic law enforcement because of this action. Finally, allegations of ghosts, demons and satanic rituals at a training center in Kimberley have led to hundreds of trainees abandoning the National Rural Young Service Corps. The program was organized by the Department of Land Reform and Rural Development. The Department says they're not willing to comment on a story that happened at a national key point. Trainees claim the military base in Kimberley is haunted. They've abandoned the military barracks and camped outside the local police station. Trainee Stephen Pitt says he's ready to quit.
3: They said that we must go through these demonic things and the Satanist things, and if we do not want to stay there, it's either you stay there or you go home. So we decided that we are not going to put our lives at stake, we are going home. Because the lady that was there, she confessed that they are busy with Satanic things on the base, and all our lives are at stake. We are in grave danger.
2: The top story. Infighting in Qasatu's claim, the first high-profile victim after the president of teachers' union, Satu, Tabilentola, was suspended. The union today held a national executive committee meeting in Johannesburg where Kasatu General Secretary Zuelenzi Mavavi's sex scandal was discussed. The next news update, local and international news, is at 9 o'clock. For SAFM, I'm Greg Hose. The Talk Show.
0: This is the talk shop on SAFM 104 to 107. I am Masitaba Mdolo, and we are in conversation with the uh, co-founder of a youth-led social movement, Inkulu Free Hate. Here is Sizwe Mpofu Walsh, joining us from our Cape Town studios. And we're talking about ha- how this uh, youth-led social movement will um, improve social cohesion. Uh, it will unite young people uh, in terms of deepening democracy and find solutions to pressing economic challenges of our time. Now, Cesar, just before the news, we were talking about the soapbox concept. Um, what, what happens then after the soapbox? How do you ensure that those particular councillors, politicians that were there as part of the soapbox rally, um, then take the ideas, take the concerns that have been raised forward?
1: Well, Mastraba, we, we actually see that as an end in itself mm-hmm. because we believe that firstly and the first step and that's what this campaign that we're running, you know, about voting is all about, is getting young people to realise that they have a voice and that voicing their opinions and voicing their concerns is something that they can do quite easily. And and To be quite frank, we believe it's not their job then to take those issues forward. It's the councillors' job Mm. to take those issues forward because they've raised them in a public forum and the councillors are paid by the government to take those issues forward. So our main task is to start making young people realize that they need to speak up about the issues that affect them and then they need to put pressure on government to affect those issues because that's what the government is paid to do.
0: But we have seen these uh, government consultations taking place. We've seen, um, you know, the uh, discussions around uh, what are the the uh, concerns of communities with regard with the with the councillors and. and Communities will tell you, they come to note It, it seems that, that, you know um, uh, The politicians are just ticking the boxes and, and there's no moving forward With regards to even involving communities In uh, in trying to say Okay, let's find a solution to this um, How do we hold our, our elected politicians accountable Our elected leaders accountable
1: That's quite right And You know, I think there's a tendency Especially among young people to want to create solutions to these problems overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and often we're told by our politicians that if solutions aren't created overnight, you know, we're led to believe promises that we'll have overnight solutions, and so that feeds it. But I think what young South Africans need to understand is that we're not going to get a responsive government or an accountable democracy overnight, but if we can come together as young people and build something that we all have a shared interest in, then the power of that will be enough to, to influence Political figures at a national level, and that's what we're trying to do as Inquilu Free Hate. Mm -hmm. So when we go into communities and we hold these soapboxes, yes, we get local councillors to listen to what young people are, and we hope that they'll they'll take those issues forward. But the broader objective is to start building a national network of young people who can come together and realise that whatever political party they support, uh, from whatever background they come from, if we can come together as young people and start being an interest group in this democracy. Mm then politicians can't help but listen to us because we're the biggest majority there is in South Africa. And I think that's the broader, more long-term goal that we all need to be working towards as young South Africans.
0: Nkuru is calling on you, young person. They say that your country is calling. We'll get an explanation from CJ right after we take some calls. Nzoa and Bumalanga, hi and welcome.
3: How are you, trouble?
0: I'm very well, thank you, Dad.
3: I'm, I'm doing very well, CJ um, um, uh, Chief, look, uh, what we just, uh, came in with is, uh, a very good, uh, valid, uh, point and a good, uh, group in terms of, uh, developing the interest of the youth regarding the, 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 political and the relationship. But what uh, seems to challenge, we use a consent to make, uh, the very same politician that you are trying to engage with between the gaps, closing the gap between the youth and, the, and them, they are not even interested of having the youth within themselves. Because I think, if you look at the, all the, the styles that we've been having all over the country, mm-hmm. mostly they will be initiated by the youth. And those youth, if you listen to them, they will say, we started from this stage we engage with them, they fail to listen to us. So that's why we lost a lot of interest in terms of the politics, because we are kept on reset to the history. If we want to be involved in the politics today, we'll be told about something that happened in 1976, hence we are not there. Okay. So I think that's, a, that's an issue to me, that uh, the Russian politicians were in power. They didn't want us to be in because of their own benefits. So they always prepare us to his Thanks.
0: Muzake and Mbumalanga, thank you very much for the call. Cesar?
1: Thanks, Muzake. I think that's, that's a really interesting point, and that's something that was actually part of why we started in Kulu Freehead, because if you look at our political decision-makers, and I'm talking about the people who really make the decisions on behalf of the country, how many of them are young people? And people might stand back at that statement and say, why, you know, we don't have the kind of young people who can do that, but we do. We have incredible young people in South Africa. And there's something, there's almost an ageism in our political culture where we don't believe that young people, you know, who who have the skills and who have the ability are good enough to propose ideas which will take the country forward. And until young people themselves start demanding from the political uh, culture that we have in so- South Africa that we be taken seriously, that's not going to happen. And And it's really problematic to think that so few of the political parties standing to represent us young people in this election actually have young candidates at the forefront of the election and if South Africa is a country where problems affect young people so severely why is it that they don't put young people and I'm not talking about relegating them to leagues and substructures, I'm talking about being in the decision making of these political parties and of the government Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's something that young people really need to fight for is to be seen as equal to our older counterparts in an ability to, ca- to take the country forward and to stop seeing ourselves as inferior.
0: Let's talk about Nkulu Free Hate's call to action.
1: Yes, well, our call to action is is about young people joining Nkulu Free Hate, becoming a part of a movement. And what we say and what, why we think this is different is we're not saying to joining Kulu you have to say goodbye to everything you've been a part of. Whether you're a member of EFF, whether you're a member of ACHANG, whether you're a member of the DA, or you, you don't support any of the political parties, come on board with a movement that cares about all young South Africans and the issues which affect all of us. Uh, and let's try to build something that speaks to political issues, but that doesn't necessarily have to be a political party. And, you know, join us in this campaign that we're running at the moment, which is about giving young people a stake, making sure that we all register to vote in the 2014 in le- election and join us beyond the election uh, and say it's an end to this culture of every five years we vote and, and in between that we sit back. It's time if, if our politicians mess up um, after this election, once all of us have taken a stake, then they need to know that we're not going to keep quiet for the next five years.
0: But w- how do I become a, a member of uh, IFH? And is it a member? Is it just a... You know, a uh, what, what is it? What do you call people that sign up and 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 keep informed with regards to what's going on with the different programmes and and projects that you have? Is, is it membership that we're talking about here?
1: Sure, we we call them members, mm-hmm. but we don't we don't mind actually, and that's another thing that we're trying to do differently. You know, we it's about if you consider yourself a member, if you consider yourself someone who agrees with what we speak about, then you can use our platform obviously within certain limits, and it's really quite easy to become a member. All you have to do is go onto a website. You can use your cell phone or you can go onto the website normally and just click on the little button that comes up on the website called Join Us. Mm -hmm. And as you click on that button, you'll be taken through a process which will tell you about Inkulu Free Hate, tell you how you can get involved, tell you who your closest regional organizer is, and you'll become part of a network of young, creative people who are trying to do things that matter to all of us but do them differently.
0: And we're talking about a non-partisan organization here, or movement. So even though you are mobilizing young people to to vote, to have their voices heard in 2014, you're not doing this for any one political party, am I correct? This is about ensuring that all South Africans exercise their right
1: to vote. Absolutely. And we're non-partisan. We're not linked to any political party. But that doesn't mean that we're not linked to issues. Mm -hmm. You know, we want South Africa's democracy Mm -hmm. to be deepened. We want youth unemployment to be solved. And so we're about uniting people around issues, around things that matter to them, as opposed to giving themselves a label and that's really what we mean by non partisan
0: and and what what's going to happen on this platform on the uh, inkulu Hate platform are there going going to be young people engaging each other on different issues different perspectives different blogs um are you are we going to be seeing you know you spoke about the think tank made up of mm. of young people that are really leading in their different fields are they also going to be a part of of uh, this this movement and this discussion taking place on on inkulufreehead.org
1: Absolutely, that's it. And, and if if people listening actually go to our website right now, they'll see opinion pieces by young people from you know the Eastern Cape, from Port Elizabeth to Limpopo to Gaudeng, from a diverse array of backgrounds in, in different languages, speaking about the issues that affect us in a completely different way and not being constrained by feeling like, oh no, I'm an ANC supporter, so I can only say this, or I'm an EFF supporter and I can only say that. You know and I think we're really trying to build something and it's starting to happen, and we're starting to see it of people coming together around what unites us as South Africans as opposed to what divides us. And that's what we're trying to build. And we're trying to build that around projects that will continuously be aimed at those three aims that you spoke about. And that's why this voting campaign, for example, is our first one. So we're mm-hmm. saying, okay, what can we unite South Africans around? Well, yes, there are lots of different issues, but surely we can all agree if we live in a democracy, that we should all be participating in this election. And that's really why we, we thought that would be our first campaign, that would be the way to enter the national dialogue and get young people, you know, excited about the country and moving it forward
0: was a pleasure talking to you. Really, really excited at the idea of young people holding each other's hands and saying, we own this country. Let's also ensure that we become active citizens in this country. Thank you very, very much for your time. Really appreciate it.
1: It's been a great ple- pleasure. Thanks so much for having me and uh, for Inkulu Freehead being on the show.
0: Co-founder of Inkulu Freehead, Hate, Mpofu Walsh, joining us on the line, talking about this youth-led social movement. Their website is Inkulu inkolufreehide.org and they have various pages including the Our Vote, Our Voices campaign that he was talking about and uh, there's different um, pages of uh, what the different political parties are promising you and what they say that they're bringing to the table and they're also encouraging you to start your own project and share that project with other young people on Inkulu Free Hate and see how big it grows. Very, very interesting indeed. Thank you very much. Siswe Mpofu Walsh, co-founder of Inkulu Free Hate.